Welcome to the Moss Talk Podcast. driveway in broad daylight yesterday and today the city's top cop announced three juveniles are in custody as persons of interest thanks for joining us everyone i'm alex coleman and i'm april thompson the bureau marcus hunter spoke to family still trying to process the latest senseless murder in memphis reverend dr artura eason williams killed after being shot several times in a carjacking in her own driveway Tuesday, Memphis Police Chief C.J. Davis held a press conference with other members of law enforcement, elected officials, and family to address another senseless killing. Incidents like these should make everyone have sleepless nights. It should make everyone have feelings of hurt and pain. Reverend Easton Williams' home is less than a block away from a park where we saw children playing and families exercising. Crime is infiltrating every neighborhood. Uh, I don't think there's a geographic limitation to where they go, but I consider this area pretty safe. MPD says that they have persons of interest in custody, and they are all juveniles. State Representative Karen Camper is related to Easton Williams. She says, obviously, this has been tough on the family. Her husband is trying to keep the kids together in terms of their mindset. So families obviously been going over and, and filling in and helping out where they can, but it's just a lot. Chief Davis says with community leaders coming together, she hopes to see change that can make our neighborhoods safer. Our citizens um, have to help us with curtailing some of the incidents that we see. Because we're not living in the same day as we did 15 or 20 years ago when we could go to the park or we could pull up in our driveways. There will be a prayer vigil tonight at 6.30 at Capelville United. Uh, what's going on with the World Shipboard Moss? Uh, first and foremost, I want to say uh, rest in peace to uh, Reverend Dr. Otroa Eason Williams. Uh, my prayers, my condolences, my po positive energy goes out to her and her entire family. Uh, anyone who may be affected by this this tragic situation. First, I want to talk about you know that they said they have uh, three teens in custody right now. And I, I think all three teens are at the age of 15. And it makes me think about what was I thinking about at the age of 15 years old? And let me think back. This was 2004. What was I thinking about and what was I into at the age of 15? Uh, of course, girls, I'm 15 years old, uh, rap, uh, wrestling, uh, video games, uh, I couldn't wait till I turned 16, so I get my first job. Um, you know, hanging out with friends, you know, uh, enjoying time with my family, and you know, you know, school, just typical, typical 15 year old things. And now you fast forward and you look to where it's 15 year olds who out here, you know, committing not only crimes, but they are here, you know, committing murders, you know? And it seems like they're getting younger and younger and younger and younger. 
that's the sad part. They're getting younger, man. And it, it's 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 enough to make you share so many tears. Because the fact that not only this was just an elderly lady, she was a pastor, you know? And the fact that these three boys violated her by stepping on her property, like you're in her personal space, this is her property. And you had your eyes set on carjacking her. And my thing is, how could how could that woman been that much of a threat to three teenagers to the point where you had to shoot her multiple times? That's what I want to know. How did it get to the point where you all feel like she was that much of a threat to you all that y'all had to shoot her like that? It's bad enough you're carjacking her, but yet you have to take her life in the process too. And you know, anyone who uh willing to you know saying join into the discussion, you know, hit the um hit the stream yard link. You know, so anyone can join in. Like I, I don't care, anyone can join in and speak their opinion for us on this discussion. But like how 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 is this woman that much of a threat to you? And then my thing is, what is going on? What was going on in these young boys' lives to the point where they feel like they had to do this? You mean to tell me y'all have given up on life already to where you out here carjacking and killing people? And now you guys have definitely thrown your life away for what? For what? Y'all haven't even began to live life yet, and now you all have thrown it all away. And it makes me ask the question, man, who who are these kids around these days? Who's raising them? Who, who, are, they, who are they influenced by? Or what are they influenced by? It's got to be something. Cause it's it's to the point where it's just it's senseless, man. This is like senseless. Like you mean to tell me if there's that much going on in y'all lives to where you you you've already reached your uh, you reached your your breaking point. You reached the edge where you felt like you pushed me off of it. I'm done with life. I'm ready to throw my life away and sit in this cell for the rest of my life. At 15 years old. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. You know? And then, honestly, it seems like nobody really cares until it hits home for them. And I'm just being honest. It seems like nobody cares until it hits home. Until then, it's always, oh, man, that's messed up. Oh man, I hate that happened. And it's just it's getting to a point where it's sad. And uh Chief CJ Davis, she was definitely right. These are not the days where, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you know, I understand, yes, Memphis has always had his reputation, but I can honestly say 10, 15 years ago, it definitely wasn't like this. And those who grew up during that time, y'all know it wasn't. Y'all know it wasn't like it wasn't like this at that time. Yes, the city was bad and had this crime and stuff like that, but it definitely wasn't like this. Where even if even if you didn't live in 
the nicest neighborhood or you lived in maybe the hood or a, a, a ghetto environment, you were still safe on your own property. You were still safe on your own porch. At least you were still safe on your own porch. And those days are far removed. And I can just, it's just the fact that I can, I'm pretty, I don't know if, uh, if you know what I'm saying, the reverend, if she ever thought about, I'm pretty sure just like all of us, we, we thought about how we're going to go, how we are going to die. And I'm pretty sure she didn't even imagine that would be the way she would go. I'm pretty sure she did not imagine it being like that. That's how her life is going to end. And it's just, it, like I said, it's enough to bring tears to your eyes, man. You know? And I just, I just don't get it. Why so many of our teens these days are willing to throw their lives away? I don't get it. Even if you come from the uh, the the roughest upbringing, even if you you probably grew up in a terrible household, even if your parents are strung out on drugs or your parents weren't there at all, you probably had to live the house to house, and you really didn't have that many you know role models to look up to. But there's still a chance for you to change and. You know what I'm saying? Change that negative into a positive. There's still an opportunity to turn your life around. You don't have to, your life don't have to be like that for the rest of it. And I'm just being honest. You don't have to sit there and let your life be like that. So you mean to tell me you just, you got to, the, like I said, I'm repeating myself, but it's just, it's sad. You got to the point where you're willing to throw your life away. For what? A car? Just to say you are, you carjacked and killed somebody? And then one thing I feel like, what one of the things we definitely need to stop doing within our black communities, man, we, we really need to stop encouraging the stupidity and the ignorance. Real talk. Because it happens so much. We sit there and put the put these batteries in these young boys' backs. And they feel like it's a badge of honor to go out here and take another life. They feel like it's a badge of honor to go out here and steal from somebody else. You know, they think it's a, you know what I'm saying? They think it's a badge of honor to go out here and just commit these stupid crimes. For what? Just to say you've been to jail? Just to say you got some hood rep? Is that is that what you're doing it for? And half the time, they don't even know what they're doing it for. But like I said, we need to stop encouraging this ignorance and this stupidity in our black communities. We do. Because we do it way too much. We hyping these young boys up. Oh, I know you're a big stepper. Um, shout out to uh, Young Valley. He, he spoke about this uh, in the recent interview that he did. That's exactly what, what we're doing. We're putting the, batter, putting the batteries in these young boys' backs, and they feel like they got to go out here and prove themselves. And next thing you know, look what happens. And then that's when we start talking about, damn, man, that's messed up. Damn, man, he ain't had to go do that. He ain't had to go out like that. 
And then we wait too late to even try to advise them. And these are the so-called, I can't even call them OGs. These are so-called overgrown men who made mistakes and who get off by watching these other young boys make the same mistakes they did. Like how? Like how do you how do you feel like you're a man that you're encouraging another young man to do the same reckless stuff you did? If anything, you should if if anything, you should tell him, hey, hey, don't do that. Hey, you good. That ain't what you want. It ain't good on that other side. Regardless if they listen or not, at least you felt like, well, I tried to warn them. Because you just don't know who, what, whose life you might save. Just by talking to them. Nobody's saying get on the pool, uh, get on a stand and start preaching, but at least try to say something. Don't encourage the ignorance. Don't cheer it on. Don't cheer the ignorance on. Because at the end of the day, if we continue to cheer this ignorance and stupidity on, it's never going to end. And only only thing that's going to change is the generation that it affects. That's the only thing that's going to change. The generations that it's going to affect, there's going to be generation after generation after generation that's continuing the cycle. That's all. And then we wonder why we can't we can't see a change. We sit there and wonder why the same old thing is continuing to happen. And it's just, it's sad. This lady had to lose her life. And I'm, I'm pretty sure she definitely wasn't expecting it. Lose her life all because these three boys wanted her car. Pretty sure she would have gave it to her and take it. Just let me live. And that's the part I don't get. What's wrong with letting people live? It's bad enough you're taking their goods from them, but you have to kill them too. I'm pretty sure she would never she didn't put up a struggle. I'm pretty sure she didn't put up a fight. You can have it. Just let me live my life. That's all. That's all you have to do. Let the lady live her life. Let her see another day. Now her family has to bury her. Now her family has to mourn her death. She is no longer here. And now they have to sit down for uh, the rest of their life and think about what they've done. That one mistake can mess everything up. That one simple mistake. Trust me, I've seen it before. I've seen it multiple times before. That one mistake can just ruin your whole entire life. And now, once that judge hit you, uh, hit you with them numbers, you got the rest of your life to think about it. The rest of your life to think about what you've done. And it's too late. And by the time then, it's too late to think about what I should have done different. It's already, it's all it's over with now. And this is the part I don't get. The age of 15, dude. The age of 15. It's just, it, it makes me shake my head, man. But I just feel like at this point, 
we need to really find some kind of solution where we can start taking back our communities. We really do. We really need to find some some better solutions on on how to take back our communities like we we used to protect our communities. Because I'm sorry, but prayer is definitely not helping. It has to be more than it has to be some action behind the prayers. We just can't sit there and pray and hoping some kind of miracle happens. No, it got to be some action behind the prayers. Because if we sit back and watch this continue, it's just going to be a rerun. Same old thing happening, just like a TV show. Same old shit. And it's just, and he asked, and I asked the question, when will it end? When will it end? Hell, will it ever end? Because it's 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 got it's to the point where it's just it's past sad, man. It's pathetic. To where we got we got our babies. We got these babies killing the elderly. How are we supposed to learn from the elders when we killing them off? Just like the situation that took place in Philadelphia. You know, them young boys jumped on the what is it, 72 year old man, beat him with the traffic comb, and he died. That's the reason why so many of these 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 young kids don't know too much shit now because we killing the elders. It's bad enough that our elders went through so much during their days of growing up. Now the same, the same generation that they come from is killing them. And it's just, it's sad, man. It's definitely enough to make you cry. It definitely is. Like, why? Why is this happening? What, and then, as far as in the city of Memphis, it don't even matter where it happens. It, it happens everywhere. Cause you remember how I'm saying how we used to work. People would work so hard to go move into a nice community to get away from the violence, to get away from the dumb stuff, to get away from the crime. But now it's to a point where, as far as these murders and stuff like that, it's happening everywhere. Collierville, Cordova, Bartlett, Lakeland, everywhere. It's like we live in, in a, 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 a mad world. We live in such a hateful and evil world, man. It's like we living in a real satanic world. When they say that like the devil is busy, psh. but it just something has to give, man. Something definitely has to give. Because if not, then we're doomed. We're definitely doomed, and only thing that's gonna happen is the generation after this generation is just gonna make it worse, and then that generation is gonna make it worse if we don't do something about it. I'm out.